You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Well, it's uh, 12 minutes after 9, uh, South African time. It's a beautiful night. Uh, definitely, indeed, it is a beautiful evening because it's the night of uh, Jumu'ah. Laylatul Jumu'ah. I, w- I want to say Jumu'ah Mubarak to my beloved senior, respected, honorable Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat uh, Mulana Salim Karim and his beloved family. And uh, to all of our wonderful listeners, yes, I hope you guys are listening attentively and tuning in uh, for our the discussion from now to 10 o'clock. Our topic this evening will be uh, where we stopped this morning on our program, as Safina to Ilal Jannah. Stinginess! And of course, being a two-faced person. we we'll start before we welcome you this evening. Uh, I know we were speaking about uh, that uh, little 16-year-old girl. Uh, where she said this morning she can't reveal her name and she says her father is a hero and then she said but he doesn't buy me anything and a lot of listeners they were touched some of the listeners were calling me and they wanted to know this little girl's details and her number but of course we're not allowed to do that and um, she was saying that my daddy goes every two weeks to overseas and she said that make dua for me and my little brother and my beloved Ami my Ami sits always on the musalla and she only cries and cries and she makes dua. So we were speaking about this morning about stinginess. Who is a stingy person? How does a person become stingy? Is it a poor person? Can a poor person be stingy or not? Can a rich person be stingy or not? And who's the two-faced person? Zul uh, Wajain, you know, the hadith speaks of a two-faced person. Can you trust a two-faced person? Can the two-faced person be in your own blood, your own family, relatives or not? Ustad, it's a beautiful night, it's a beautiful evening. And of course, many, many listeners are listening to you. And of course, we, many, many listeners are sending durud and salutations to our beloved, honorable, respected, uh, to our beloved uh, uh, Nabi Kareem Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. No, 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 no. Let's get hold of our beloved Fadila to start again. Oh, no. You see, that's what I don't like about these gremlins. When these gremlins, they start, they really start. So don't tell me because of load shedding, now we cannot get hold of our beloved, honorable, respected Fadila to Ustad, uh, Hazrat Maulana Salim Kareem from uh, Ladysmith. Okay, there we go, there we go, there we go, there we go. I hope we're going to get him back live on the airwaves of Marka Sahaba. Ustad, are you there with me? We we apologize about that. Are you there with me, Ustad? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Mulana. MashaAllah. Yes, I'm with you. Beautiful evening here in Durban. SubhanAllah. Alhamdulillah, alladhi bi ni'matihi tatik salihat. Be nice. Inshallah, you could have joined me. Ah, Lord. Alhamdulillah. So <laughs> <laughs> could do a joint broadcast of Durban. But inshallah, one day. Allah Ta'ala Ameen. make it easy, Jimurana. Beautiful evening. Allah Ta'ala grant us tawfiq on this Mubarak night of Jumu'ah. Ameen. To Ameen. engage in the masnoon amals and askars. And actually, the day of Jumu'ah, the night of Juma is the night of Eid, a night, the day of Juma, a day of Eid. Mm. For those who kept their five, uh, who performed their five daily namazes with Jama'at, for the brothers and sisters, subhanAllah, who read at home, for our mothers and sisters, actually, the day of Juma is the day of Eid. Mm. Like how we celebrated Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha. Alhamdulillah, every Friday, 
It's actually an Eid for us. As somebody said, it Mulana Eid ke din sabse milte hai. On the day of Eid, we meet everybody. Why don't we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And how is that possible, Mulana, to meet Allah ta'ala? Is to be to obey the commands of Allah and the beautiful teachings of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Yes, Mulana, I'm not sure today what a beautiful topic you have chosen. And I think from this morning's discussion, we had some topics and some questions regarding spending on our families and using the wealth Allah has given us for the service of Islam. Mm. The best amongst us are those who help others bring comfort and ease. And the more you spend in the path of Allah, the more Allah increases your faith and mm. Ustad, I, I, I was saying earlier on, I, I think uh, you got cut there. I was saying earlier on that a lot of listeners, they were touched this morning about that little 16-year-old girl. So my question is, Ustad, that who is a stingy person? And uh, can a stingy person come from a... Can, can we say a poor person can be also stingy? Or can we say a rich person can also be stingy? And we were speaking also as well about being a two-faced person. Who is a two-faced, a two-faced person? And how do you know he's a two-faced person? And can the two-faced person be, be your own family member, your own relative, your own blood? Ustad. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa nabiyyana wa maulana muhammadin wa barik wa sallim Wa qala ta'ala fi maqamin nakhar Laqad kana lakum fi rasulillahi uswatun hasana لمن كان يرجو الله واليوم الآخر وذكر الله كثيرا قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الدين النصيحة صدق الله مولانا الذين Respected listeners, brothers and sisters in Islam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with lots of bounties. Which of Allah's bounties will you be like? So Islam is about caring and sharing. And Mulana, very important, when we're making a choice, compatibility. That who am I marrying? Is it just because of beauty, style, wealth? 
name and fame. If you want that marriage to be successful, the greatest thing that you have to look for is akhlaq. akhlaq e azima, akhlaq e karima, akhlaq e hasana. Okay, who am I marrying? Both sides, the boy and girl. When marrying this girl, who she is? What's her personality? What type of mannerism does she have? This boy that I'm marrying, what type of personality does he have? Compatibility. And first for bizarre deen. Always give choice to deen on both sides. The boy must have deen and akhlaq. The girl must have deen and akhlaq. See? Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, Mulana. That on the day of Qiyamah, there's so many questions that Allah is going to ask you and me. And I'm not sure whether we'll be in the position to answer those questions. And we are going to be caught in the court of Allah Ta'ala. And most probably punished because we did not fulfill Fakukul Ibad and Fakukul Law. Very important, the haqq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is obedience. Obedience to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We have three haqqs, three rights upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ke aap ke saath muhabbat ho that we have great love for nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala is describing the akhlaq of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقِنَ عَظِيمٌ When it came to the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it was impeccable. So Allah Ta'ala has made us kuffar, Allah has given us the gift of the Qur'an. Do we act in accordance to the Qur'an? Do we understand the meaning of the Qur'an? Do we implement the teachings of the Qur'an? Inna Allah la yuhibbul musrifeen. Allah Ta'ala does not like those individuals who waste money. Money and wealth is an amanat from Allah. Innama amwalukum wa awlatukum fitna. Literally, your wealth and your children are a great test from Allah. So, Mulana, you ask a good question. You know, who is a stingy person? Who is a generous person? Mm. Can a person be two-faced? Mm. Yes. I always say that Allah Ta'ala protect us from hypocrisy. Mm. What is hypocrisy, Mulana? The, you are two-faced. You, you speak with a forked tongue. Mm. What you say verbally and what's inside is too different. It doesn't match. The, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave us a sign that who is a hypocrite? Mm. When he speaks, he speaks a lie. Morana, many times we speak such big lies, white lies, when we go to the house. When the girl's father is asking about questions, tell me something about your son. I have a list of questions that I need to ask to make sure that I'm giving this amanat, mm. this beautiful rose of mine in your hand as an amanat. 
I have some questions to ask. And vice versa, the boy's parents have the same right to ask that this son of mine must she I have some questions to ask because he is going to bring her as a wife and a daughter-in-law. Mm. So it's important that we find out because after getting married, Mona, nobody wants to rectify themselves. Huck. We present, I'm not saying all of us, but some of us, Mona, we are master actors and actresses just to win that proposal and convince the opposite party. We put up a fantastic show. Mm. So Allah Ta'ala grants us ikhlas and sincerity. Mona, if you want Allah to make that relationship between husband and wife to be, inshallah, a success, first of all, correct your intention. Why am I getting married? And one of our daughters are going through very hard times. We gave them away as an amanat. See? As one child said, you know, I invested in my daughter for 17 years, 18 years, 19 years. See? Saman Sobaraski, I invested in her. And just one word, Uburhe, and she's gone. Umar Bharti Kamai Chali My entire life's investment in my daughter is gone. One word, Nakahtuha, Wakabiltuha, Watazawachtuha. And you're raising a very pertinent question, Mana. The entire Ummah is going. There's no one to speak on their behalf. Mm. He's suffering in silence. So what I'm saying, Murana, to avoid all this inconvenience, do your homework properly. Don't get carried away just by the external dressing of a person. That the person is perfect. No. There's so much more we need to find out. So Alhamdulillah, Murana, as you ask the question in the morning, you get people like this in society mm. who don't want to look after their family and their children. Absolutely minus. Like two friends, Mara, mm. just as an example. One is always Allah, he's a Mafatiya. You know what I'm saying? Wherever you find an opportunity to eat, you come and eat. And some of us we attend some functions uninvited. You're a rogue if you do that. If you are not invited to that function, Mulana, mm. don't invite yourself. It's not your haq. It is absolutely wrong and un-Islamic to go into a function when you are not invited. Yes, see how beautiful example. If you want to be invited, subhanAllah, when Sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, prepared a delicious meal for Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They used to pass, there was no fire burning in the house of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So one sahabi said, today I want to make the dawah for Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam exclusively. So he invited the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to that person, I'm prepared to accept your invitation, but I want you to invite Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala as well. So he said, no. Again, he said, Ya Rasulullah, I'm inviting you. I've prepared this meal for you exclusively. Please accept my invitation. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, can you also include Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala in this invite? 
He said, no. And finally, he accepted. So the principle here is when you are invited, you want to take somebody else with, mm. ask the host for permission. Don't just pitch up because we have prepared meals for X amount of people and anybody in excess, you are now depriving the other people of their haq. Ustad, is it a sin, Ustad? Is it a guna? Guna, Molana, for my chore. These are thieves. And many of us take this very lightly, Molana. That's why they write the RSVP or something like that. There's a reason for that. Because, Molana, imagine you prepare for 100 guests Mm. and 150 people pitch up there. It is so embarrassing for the for the host. No, Munara. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, if you are invited, attend that walima. It is a sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah ta'ala loves that walima where there are poor people also included, not exclusively rich people. Exclude the poor people completely. That's not a walima. That's boastfulness. Mm. And we're seeing it happening every day. Go to this big, big walimah. Who sees it there? The top brass. You never find a gharib or an orphan or a poor person. Illa mashallah, you find. What is Rasulullah When your Muslim brother invites you, accept the invitation. As long as there is no haram activities there. This is becoming a problem. We are invited to function with full-time photography intermingling of sexes, music, blasting, so much of guna. And if ulama are sitting there and we are condoning it in the eyes of Allah, we are guilty of hell. Equally guna God, like how the people who are involved in those activities. Sure. So it's so difficult. That's why most of the ulama don't attend those functions. The condition is you want me to attend, then none of these haram activities should take place. Somebody, somebody you says here. For example, help each other in promoting taqwa and Allah consciousness. Don't assist each other in guna and enmity. Mm. So coming back to the, my point here, compatibility. If you want your daughter and you want a happy marriage. Insha'Allah, live a life of simplicity. Sada libaat ho, is simple clothing. Sada matan ho, simple house. Simple riza, sada riza ho. Your food at home should be simple. Alhamdulillah, 50, 60 years ago, 80 years ago when our parents came from India. What life they led? led. Subhanallah, simple life. they grew their own vegetables, their own chicken. Subhanallah. They had their own food and preparation. And look at the health Allah gave to them. Ten children, fifteen children. Subhanallah. Today, you ask the wives, you don't want more than one child or two children. Why? Because it's very expensive. Mm. And who told you that you are looking after that child? Indeed. La taqtulu awladakum khashyata illa. Don't kill your children. Don't abort your children for the fear of poverty. Allah says, we feed the unborn baby first and then we feed you. 
ہے 
And look at the style that we're living in. So may Allah Ta'ala give us the peace. All I'm saying that when, as Rasulullah said, Manis, Ya, Ya Ma'ashar al-Shabaab. See how beautifully Allah Ta'ala is addressing the youth. Manis, Tata, Amin, Kumil, Ba'a. Those of you who have the mean, capability, and ability to marry, Fal Yatazawta. If I can't afford to look after a wife and feed her and clothe her, it's makruh for me to get married. We said, Rasulullah sunnah, an nikahu min sunnah. And if I'm a violent narcissist, abuser, it is haram for me to get married. And thirdly, if I've got a medical condition, I'm impotent for whatever reason. In an accident, I got injured. For whatever operation I went for, it didn't work out. I'm absolutely impotent. Cannot fulfill the half of my wife. See, don't get married and destroy somebody else's life. For Allah say, don't do it. And likewise for the females, if they have a medical condition, they cannot fulfill the conjugal rights of their husband, they should not get married. Tell it to their parents. Don't destroy somebody's good life and happiness. Mm-hmm. Well, we take things for granted these days. Ustad, listen. sitting with so many sadnesses. Listen to this one, Ustad. My husband is a two-faced, uh, Honorable Mulana Salim Karim. My husband is a two-faced person. I'm the second wife, Mulana Salim. Every time when he comes to me, he pretends to be sad, to be sick, and he puts the show that uh, he's very, very, very sick. But when he goes back to the first wife, he's so happy, Mulana Salim. He's laughing, etc. Why did he marry me? Why, Mulana Salim? Why? I feel my two daughters sorry. Please, I need advice. I mean, I mean, come on, Ustad. Mana, this is what I'm saying. You know, we make such promises at the time of marriage. We are such good actors. The way we project ourselves that mm. there isn't somebody more loving than me or more generous than me. And when it comes to the real test of spending quality time and equal time. Allah says, if you are concerned that you cannot do justice to two wives, then marry one. Allah has made it clear. Islam is about justice and equality. Mm. It is sad, Mulana. It is, it's a great sunnah of the Prophet but we here in South Africa, we have a different mentality. We, we try to make deen suit us, take of us following what deen and Islam wants from us. We want, inshallah, to change deen to suit us. Here you have to take blame, both sides. The lady who is to ask this question, Alhamdulillah, most probably she was very sincere. See, that she wanted to get married, Alhamdulillah. But she also has to do her homework. I know out of desperation, some of the widows and divorcees, they accept anybody and everybody, unfortunately, who can give them shelter, who can give them a plate of food, they are prepared to get married. This is how sometimes they are in dire straits. It doesn't mean, as mm. men, we should take advantage. That because they have nobody to stand for them, nobody to provide for them, 
So they must just take whatever I give to them. No, no, that's not the concept. No, that's not right to start. I mean, that's being a two-faced love, person. Gee, Mona, love for your Muslim brother what you love for yourself. How you're treating your first wife. Guru sallallahu alayhi wa sallam cried to Allah and said, Bari ta'ala, when it comes to my wives, Rabbul Alameen, I fulfill each one's haq equally. But when it comes to my love, yes, I love Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala the most. This is the heart's matter. Mm-hmm. Allah, I love Hazrat Aisha more than all my wives. And it was proven that when Rasulullah was sick in the last 17 days of his life, he called all his wives together. This is what we call the barakat of mashura marana. You consult, you have shura. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kept asking the wife, when is my turn by Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha? Because in that state also, Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, did equality and justice. Mm. And he called all his wives and said, I'm asking you a request. I, I know it's my day at so and so and so and so wife's place. I'm making a request to all of you that will y'all, inshallah, agree to hand over your days that I spend the rest of my days with Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. Subhanallah, look at the generosity. This, each one had their own view. Each one loved Rasulullah differently and the most. But you have the little bit of rivalry. See? It's there. So many examples that when he looked at what Rasulullah wanted, we all, Alhamdulillah, said, Rasulullah, with the greatest of pleasure, we forfeit our rights, inshaAllah, and you can stay with Hazrat Aisha. So, Mulana, sometimes as you want to become a second wife, it's a very, very touchy topic, Mulana. A lot of people will fight with you and fight with me. Really. They are genuine people, alhamdulillah, brothers, who can look after, not two, they can look after four wives, alhamdulillah. Allah has given them the strength and energy, mm. and they've got equality and taqwa and khawfi ilahi, alhamdulillah, and mubarak to them. But Murana, nine out of ten, I can tell you that, are feeling hopelessly. But then they look at, oh, oh, why? They're changing the second wife, or they're short-changing the first wife. But why? why and you play this game. Why you, why ill treat the sister, Ustad? I mean, I mean, they are our sisters in Islam. Somebody says here, yeah, Mulana Arafat, Mulana Salim, some husbands also don't make mashwara before taking any decisions. I'm like a piece of furniture in the house. He can talk nicely with others, sit till late with other people, and talk and watch TV till late. But when comes in the room, as soon as he comes in the bed, after two minutes, he's snoring. Can't have any conversation, anonymous. I mean, I don't know, Ustad, I don't know. Sometimes... Well, <laughs> After Isha Namaz Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam advised the ummah ji, make dua, read some nawafil, and spend quality time with your wife. At least half an hour, speak to her, make mashura with her, ask her how was her day. Ji, be loving, caring, hugging, whatever you want to do, do it. Because whole day, Mulana, they up from 4 o'clock every day. Preparing their lunch because my husband is going to work. He's going on a business trip or he's going somewhere. She's up, alhamdulillah. She's doing her duty with beauty, Mulana. But it's sad some of the men. 
They can sit for hours and talk to their secretaries and mistresses. Gee, outsiders. And that poor wife who sat the whole day, Mulana, waiting for just one smile, one hug, Allah. one kiss on the forehead. Haq, haq that husband doesn't have it, Mulana. What type of insan is that person? Haq. He can't be insan, Mulana. He's a haywan. A Muslim loves a fellow Muslim. And this is your wife, the mother of your children. Mulana, today I was with somebody. Mm-hmm. And an elderly person. You see, what disrespect we show to our wives and to our parents. More so our parents. You know, our father spent every cent he had to educate his son to become a lawyer. And listen to this, Morana. This story by a person who was 81 years old. And I was discussing with him while Mm. they were fixing my car. Mashallah, mm. He says, Morana, I want to tell you something. I said, you are 81 years old, Adrat. I always ask elderly people, give me some nasihat so we could share on radio. Because Allah has given you a long life. Give us some nasihat. Even if a nasihat is written on a wall, take the advice. You know, in Pakistan and in, in India, mm. on the back of the taxi or the rickshaw, they put some beautiful ashar, the Urdu, beautiful saying. Ah. And I had a habit of noting it down. I had a special book, notebook that I could always keep in my pocket. And when I found that beautiful saying, touching to me, I wrote it down. And up till now, I have a collection of it. So the person, the elderly person is saying to me, Molana, that today we do so much for our children. In the end, they throw us away into a home just because of our wife. So we have to balance the scale. So anyway, there was a big celebration when we graduated. Everybody came. And this father is in his lungi, dressed in a simple tent. And he's sitting there, and everybody is giving Mubarak bar to that son. Mubarak ho, Mubarak ho. A lot of garlands and a lot of khushkhabri, Mubarak ho. But one person asked this, this son here, who is this old man sitting here? Because his father is just simple. Mm. He looks more like a farmer because he's from the village. This son, who the father sacrificed and sold properties and land to educate him and make him something in life. Now when he is a lawyer, everyone is celebrating his success. So one person asked him, this elderly person called him. Now look what answer he's giving. If it was you and me, I would say gladly this is my father. So the son, he's embarrassed. He's saying, he this out very nicely. The son is saying to the people when they ask him, who's this old man here? He's so, so embarrassed to say that this is my father. He's saying, Sure. This old man here is my father's friend. That old man said, May he mark it Allah. I'm his mother's friend. Allah. I'm his mother's friend. In other words, I'm the husband, I'm his father. Subhanallah. This is the manner we're going to Murana Tam. But here is the sister who's crying. We, we must be safe. 
If you take in this responsibility for two wives, then fulfill their haq and their right and treat them. I'll give you one. I think it was Hadrat Ummi Salma radiallahu ta'ala anha. She loved her husband so much that when he passed away, it was very emotional. And finally, somebody said to her, why are you crying? She said, I loved my husband. He was so much to me. So she said, can I teach you a dua of Rasulullah? He said, gladly, I will read it. The Sahabi said to her, read Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allahumma ajurni fi musibati wa khlofli khayram minha. Allah reward me in my test and trial and grant me a good replacement. But she read it in her Iddat period. I also want to sound a warning to our mothers and sisters who are divorced or who are widows. They are not respecting their Iddat period. You still find them dressing up, toshed, perfume, makeup, leaving the house unnecessarily, talking to friends and people. Manana, this is haram. It's showing absolute disrespect to your husband. If you're a widow, your husband has passed away. You need to mourn his death. And there was respect. Alhamdulillah. Four months and ten days is your that period. And if you're a divorced person, you're a young lady, three menstrual cycles. And if you're an elderly lady, it's three months. Ask the ulama ikram for advice. But my complaint is that, Manana, we notice, I'm not saying all the sisters, but some of the sisters are not respecting the Idda period that they're supposed to remain at home, dress simply, and less interaction with society and public. In life, if there's an absolute necessity to go to the doctor or hospital or where your presence is required without your presence, nothing can happen for the short period of time you are allowed to go properly dressed in proper niqab and without, no perf- without perfume, without makeup, get simple, get your work done, and come back home. This is not happening. So Hazrat Ummi Salma radiallahu ta'ala, she was crying for her husband. So they gave her this dua to read. Allahumma ajurni fi musibati. Look at the meaning of the word. Allah reward me in this test in Shaya. khayram minha. Allah, whatever you have taken away from me, mm. Rabbul Alameen, give me a better replacement. She read the dua and the whole, if that feeling and gets to her absolute surprise and astonishment, gets who proposes for her? None other than Rahmatul Lil Alameen, Muhammadur Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Rasulullah proposed for her. She said to Nabi Karim, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ya Rasulullah, I get angry very quickly. Subhanallah. Rasulullah Rasulullah just smiled at her. She and she said, Ya Rasulullah, I've got children. And you want to marry me, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah said, these are the words, that's what I'm saying. Sweet, that person that you marry, whether she's a widow or a divorcee, and she's coming with children. Rasulullah said to her, don't worry about your children. Your children are my children. Allahu Akbar. See, this is akhlaq. Rasulullah is telling her, Yes, I understand you have children from your, your husband, from your late husband, mm. but that is not the, the problem. Your children are my children. Allahu Akbar. So, when you're marrying a widow or a divorcee, 
Mm. What you and I do, I don't want you to come here with your baggage. You don't come here with your baggage, leave your children. Who's going to look after that Muslim children, Marana? Mm. Nobody better than the mother. How but look at how cruel I am. I'm saying to the wife, the second wife that I'm taking, because he's got children, when you come into my house, you leave your children by your father and by your mother and look after them. I have no time to look after your baggage. Mm. This is a rubbish language that we use. No respect, no insult, no shafqat, no muhabbat, no sharam, no haya. Yeah, Rasulullah is saying to Hazrat Umm Salma, don't worry, your children are my children. Why can't we adopt this beautiful attitude of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? So, this is the state of the decay of the Ummah and we have to speak about it. Because some of our mothers and sisters are really suffering inside. <laughs> and I said, nobody can stop you. You want to take the second wife? فَنْكِهُ مَا قَضَ لَكُمْ مِنَ النِّسَارِ مَثْنَى وَسُلَاسَ وَرُبَعَ in 2, 2, 3, 3, 4. But the condition is you must be able to do just. Yeah. Mm. Ustad, uh, 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 Ustad, we've got about seven minutes left, about eight minutes. So maybe uh, I know we're speaking about this being a two-faced person. So what advice uh, should we give to this sister? Do we tell her uh, that she must walk out or she must just make sabr or maybe she must confront him? I mean, it's it's hard for her, Ustad. Quickly, before I, I've got another two, three, four questions. Ustad. No, well, she should call her husband sitting down and say, look, I married you for the pleasure of Allah. Yes. He doesn't marry you for yes. your money yes. or for your looks. I married you for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I don't want you to be punished on the day of Qiyamah. But those men who have taken two wives, three wives, four wives, on the day of Qiyamah, they'll be walking paralyzed. They'll come paralyzed in the Maidani Hashar and everybody will ask, Who are these people? But Mike, these are the people who took two wives and three wives and four wives and did not do justice and equality. They made zulam and oppression. This is the punishment Allah has given to them, that they will come paralyzed. Their one side will be hanging. No, no. How embarrassing is that? So for the sister, Murana, my advice is, Murana, you should sit the husband down, explain to him, that I love you unconditionally. I didn't marry you because of your money and your status. I married you for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All I'm asking you is, to please fulfill my rights, my financial rights, and my conjugal rights, and whatever rights Allah has given to me as a wife, I'm making a humble request. Get onto that musallah, raise your hands and cry to Allah. Allah, soften the heart of my husband. Allah, give him tawfiq that he can do what is right, and Allah, make his akhirah better for him. Allah, protect him. Allah, grant him tawfiq to do what is best for mm. our relationship. Mm. He should make dua to Allah, talk to him, converse with him, make him realize. Maybe Allah Ta'ala will soften his heart. He will see the light, inshallah, at the end of the channel. Mm. He will change his life and his attitude. That's my advice. Somebody says here that, uh, Malana Salim, we invited only 25 people for our walima, but almost 60 people pitched up. My husband had to, uh, at the end of the day, had to end up paying for our daughter's uh, walima. He says it's okay, but I told him, no, it's not okay. It's wrong. Ustad. Well, then I think we got the whole concept of walima wrong. Uh-huh. Walima means it's a fee that you give to the girl's family. Yes, yes. So that, alhamdulillah, we have accepted her and her family as we are united as one family. 
A walima can be a glass of milk. You look at the walima of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In one of the journeys Rasulullah married, I think it was Hadrat Maimuna or Hadrat Zainat. I stand for correction. Rasulullah was on suffer. Who carries stuff? We just have the bare necessities with us when we make suffer. The next morning Rasulullah said to the Sahaba, whatever you have got in your bag, in your toshadan, we put it on the duster. It was dry cheese, dry piece of meat, dry piece of bread. That was the walima of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Rasulullah said, Rahman ibn Awf, Rasulullah saw a stain of suffering on his kurta. In those days, it was a sign that, alhamdulillah, he married. Rasulullah didn't fight with him, didn't argue with him, or didn't scold him. Why you didn't give me invite? Why you didn't call me to make the nikah? Mulana now the Mulana starts the fighting, then I want to make the nikah. Allah It is the hak of the girl, her parents, to make a decision who they want. The right person to make the nikah is supposed to be the wali. Mm. The father, the grandfather, if there is no father, the grandfather. They have the first hug to make the nikah. That's when now we fight about it. So, Walima Mulana is to have this little seed in total appreciation to show to the bride and her family that Alhamdulillah, we welcome you all from the bottom of mm. our heart. Insha'Allah, we make lots of dua to Allah Ta'ala keep this family united. Gee, that's the purpose, to show Ezaz and Ikram. Now, 20 people are invited and 50 people are pitch up them. This is Khilafi Sharia, it's Khilafi Sunnah. You're inconveniencing your host. They now have to look for extra money, they have to look for extra food and unnecessary expenses. In the A'zaban Nikah Barakatan, the most prosperous Nikah, is in which these expenses are incurred. So what are we doing? Why can't we just respect? I'm saying, you know, if we, in this Zamana we cannot afford, look at the price of the hall, look at the price of food, look at the price of all the external things that go with it. Nothing less than 50,000, 100,000. Some people spend half a million. Some people spend a million rands on that walima. Because it's about pomp and show. I want to show my whole world that what a stylish nikah we had. What a stylish walima we had. As I said, the worst walima is Morana, where you only invite the elite and the rich and the poor and the yatim and often are excluded. Mm. And nine out of ten, if you look at the walima, it's exactly what we have. So Morana is raw. That is, I said, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, in only Georgia, they have stolen. They are thieves who go away uninvited. When you are not invited, how can you have, how can you even put that one morsel of food in your mouth? Mm. It's stolen stuff. So may Allah Ta'ala protect us, Murana. We need to respect the wishes of the host. Ameen. If he says firstly, Alhamdulillah, speak the first. Ameen. Mm. Alhamdulillah. Yet if you want to bring extra, inform them that see, because our family is big, mm. even possible. That inshallah will be. Can I bring another five people who are very senior and elderly in my family? I know you have given us a quota of those Can we bring another five? SubhanAllah. Like how Rasulullah said to that Sahabi that I want Hadrat Aisha to come with me. 
And then Sahabi is saying, no, no. Eventually he agrees. So they ask the Sahabi, why are you saying this? He says, I have no grievances against Hazrat Aisha. Mm. I just prepared so much food for one individual, for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa In my heart of heart, I felt that that one portion of food would have made Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa happy in the sense that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa would have eaten it and enjoyed it. It was not sufficient for two people. So that was my reason. I had no other objection. But the point here is that Rasulullah said, can I bring Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala? And he said no initially, and finally they agreed. So here is an example. Mm. If you want to bring somebody extra, then take Ijazan from the host. And from there, inshallah, will leave. Uh, if it's agreed, subhanallah, no problem, run. Other than that, Ameen. you go there and they crash, then unfortunately, you're a chore, you're stealing, you're cheating. Allah Ta'ala protect us. I mean, I inshallah. We will, inshallah, uh, maybe just finish the other questions the Saturday morning, inshallah, Ustad. Uh, time is up. Uh, we start so Ibn, I, I know our, our, our engineer has to go, and I promise him will end up exactly at Jeez. 10 o'clock. And here I see the lights are gone here in Verland, so there's no lights here. I think there's load shedding in my area here, you know, to Riyadh Township. So the lights just went right now, 20 seconds ago. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil One minute after 10 South African time on this beautiful evening, beautiful night. Something to think about, my beloved listeners. Uh, there are messages coming in. They think some people saying, Molana, we're making sabr. Molana, we're making dua. Molana, our husband is a two-faced. Uh, somebody says, yeah, Molana, my mother-in-law is a two-faced. Uh, she plays the two cards, you know. So, uh, hey, I tell you, uh, things that are happening, uh, sometimes we just bury, bury underneath the carpet. It's, we should not do that. Uh, speak about it, talk about it as to that sister, as Hazrat Malala Salim Karim said, beautifully call your husband and sit and speak to him, because sometimes he's not nice, maybe he's not happy with her, you know, why did you marry her? Why did you take her as a second wife? Why? Is it for lust? Is it for desires? Something to think about. But nevertheless, that was our topic this evening. Uh, stinginess and being a two-faced. Some of us, we stingy. We have it, but we don't want to give it. Some of us, we don't have it, but we still have that quality of being stingy. Astaghfirullah. From myself and our beloved brother, Lakol, and my beloved Fadila Tulustad. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program, As-Safina to Ilal Jannah. Allahumma ahdina wa ahdibina wa ahdina sa jamia. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.